took a weekend off from touring and so we made our way back home we heard our house party was brewing it's friday so let's get drunk yeah, yeah. what is up everybody welcome to the last call podcast on this friday my name is aaron thompson and alongside me i have my co-host Nick Warner. Who the fuck is calling me at a time like this? Don't they know that we have a strict schedule that we stick to? I can't even... See, they get me all flustered. I can't even talk. Somebody's calling me. They do not respect the sanctity of our Friday podcast sessions. I've got got work to do. This is is my job. This is my well-being. This is how I put bread on the table. People are trying to interrupt me. But welcome back to another fun-filled podcast. Yeah, if you send them to voicemail enough, maybe they'll just stop calling you. I mean, I dude, I have a robo killer and uh, like that kills all the the robo calls, and it doesn't do a very good job. I think it's time to fire the robo killer. Well, yeah, you might want to find a new one of those. Um, sometimes I'll get that on my iPhone where it's like risk of spam or whatnot, but overall they seem to still find their way through somehow. But again, welcome everybody to the Last Call Podcast, the podcast where Nick and I try to host a podcast while drinking six beers in the 60-minute episode. Uh, and there is a catch. Each beer that we drink does have to be above 5% alcohol by volume. So, Nick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot in the dark here. I'm going to guess you're drinking Budweiser. Uh, if you were a betting man, you would have just won, which actually you are All a betting right. man, right? Yeah, probably a little too much, so. So I do have one one criticism of, of your whole introduction here. You said above 5%. Budweiser at or is above at 5%. At, so. You're getting me on a technicality here, Nick. Well, you can't exclude our, you know, hopefully in the future sponsor. You don't want to kick them out already. No, so it does have to be at or above. Thank you for the clarification, Nick. You're welcome. That's but here for. I am actually also drinking Budweiser tonight. Woo! Oh, yep. We're going to yeah. have to edit that. <laughs> that was a little loud, but it's okay. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I got lazy this week. Um, you know, it's the, the episode, I guess, before Easter. And I just needed to grab something from the store. And uh, so Budweiser, here's to you. It's not lazy. Well, I mean, it, it's not lazy. It's not. It's, it's coming home. Think of it as coming home. <laughs> okay, it's coming home. Well, um, as I mentioned, this is the episode. Uh, I guess it'll technically be released after Easter, but recorded before Easter. So, um, Nick, I always get a little nostalgic around Easter time. Um, you know, as a kid, I had a lot of fun with. Easter with my parents you know I did get like very small I know some kids got like huge extravagant Easter baskets almost like it was Christmas or their birthday yeah when the hell I did got, that like, become a thing like I mean as a kid I got like small gifts like chocolates and stuff like that like I got candy right right yeah which is and, like and, the typical uh Easter basket thing right something small or, some candy whatever well it, in my family it was but I like when I w- was in school I know some kids that got like really big gifts for whatever reason. But, you know, that wasn't our family. We did the small chocolates and whatnot. Um, As I got older, I, I, you know, 
we stopped doing that as much. Uh, but I did, I always get nostalgic around Easter because of something that happened, I guess, a couple of years ago. Got me into a little bit of trouble. You went to take um, pictures with the Easter bunny at the mall and you got scared and you cried. I, I no. Oh, no, that's that not did it? not happen. If you think about it, have you ever like looked back at Easter photos? Like, did you ever go see the Easter bunny or whatnot? And the Easter bunny was never a friendly looking character. I can't like, see some that. Of- I, I, I've seen some where they're like a little bit too realistic looking. Like the eyes are like, I want to say like normally sized relative to the body instead of like a cartoon character where the eyes are like much bigger and it's much more like, uh, fuck's the word. Uh, welcoming to children. (laughs) Yeah, it's cartoonish and more welcoming to children where they don't get as scared. But I've seen some pictures that are like horrifying where they're like pretty accurate looking. It's just not something that a kid's going to walk up to. And that's usually when you get those nice crying photos, which are hilarious, which I'm still thinking there is a version of that with you in it from a couple years ago. No, no, I don't. If there is, I don't remember. But that's part of the story is I don't remember it. Um, so I, I had gone down to visit my ex girlfriend, uh, of the time, uh, we were in a long distance relationship and, uh, went down for Easter weekend. Um, that weekend I decided to call up a couple of my work buddies, uh, cause we have an office in this location and we decided to go out drinking um, my ex went, went, went out with us. We went day drinking and this was on a Saturday. Um, and by the end of the night, you know, dinner time ish, we had been drinking all day. I am getting very, very drunk at this point. And my girlfriend decided she wanted to go home and my drunk ass decided, nah, I'm going to stay out with my buddy and keep drinking. Mm. So she leaves probably around 6 PM and I stay out until three in the morning this is this is a saturday is that what you said yeah yeah this is a saturday so i stayed out till probably two or three in the morning um and i guess where i got in trouble was my my co-worker decided to go home probably around midnight well my dumbass decides to walk down the road and as i'm walking down the road i pass a, a tap house on my way back to my girlfriend's apartment and I look inside, and I'm like, oh, they have a beer I like. I'm just going to go grab one more beer. So I go inside. They're having a DOS boot challenge. <laughs> okay, which is, explain. So so if you don't know what DOS boot is, um, I think it was kind of made famous by the movie, um, oh, what's the the, the beer movie? Um, That'd be it's a the same guys beer, that do Super Olympics? Troopers. Is it Beer Olympics? Uh, beer Fest. Beer Fest, yep. Yep. Yeah, the movie Beer Fest. Just same guys that do Super Fantastic Troopers. movie. Highly recommend. But, es- but essentially what it is, it's a giant stein that's in the shape of a boot. And what ends up happening is I go in to just grab one beer, and I do grab that beer. But then everybody around me starts saying, you need to do the DOS boot challenge. And again, I've been drinking since noon. It's midnight at this point or later. And so I do the DOS boot challenge. Wait, are you by um, yourself though? You said you're by yourself. I, I'm doing this by myself. Yes. Like a true alcoholic. I stopped into the bar <laughs> yeah. by myself on my way home to get an extra beer. And then I ended up doing the DOS boot challenge challenge. I'm pretty sure I still have the photo. Cause I, I won. 
I did win. I smashed that thing. And I got a picture of myself holding my boot with all of the other winners that night. Barely remember it, right? I show up to my girlfriend's apartment's door, knock on the door at like two in the morning. She's like was in bed a long time ago, comes to the door. And the first thing out of my mouth is das boot. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> wrong. 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 <laughs> she goes, Where the fuck did you get that? And I was like, I want it. <laughs> so proud. So that was the wrong way to answer. It got even worse when, again, this is a Saturday before Easter. I got violently ill, like from drinking too much. Wait, this, again, in, tr- the, the in true alcoholic before. fashion. This is on Saturday oh, at like two in the morning. Yep. I slept on her kitchen floor with a bucket next to me the entire night. I think I finally got to sleep around four thirty in the morning. But where was the boot? Uh, right next I'm pretty to sure you. she had just like put it in the sink. <laughs> like she right took next that from to me, me like like an old companion that never left. My trusty, my trusty partner. So, um. I go to bed, finally get get to sleep around 4.30 in the morning, and I get woken up at like 9 in the morning by her getting ready to go to Easter service. Oof. And so I wake up. I actually don't feel super hungover, which means I was probably still drunk. And she looks at me and goes, You're, you don't have to go to service. And then I was like, no, I'm going. I looked in the mirror, dude. I looked like I had been so violently ill. I broke every blood vessel in my face. My face was purple and red. Just from I, from puking or? From puking all night. Mm. Yeah. Like it's an ordeal for my body to let things go. And my my eyes were bloodshot. My face was purple and red. I broke all of the blood vessels around my eyes. I truly looked like I was Jesus who had been crucified and rose three days late. <laughs> I looked like a zombie. So she's like, you don't have to go to service. Like in kind of that, clearly she's pissed off at me. And I said, all right, fuck, fuck it. You. I'm going to do I'm it go- anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. So I stroll up into service. I'm wearing my sunglasses into church, right? Trying not to look as deathly as I do. And I go through a whole service. I felt fine the rest of the day. It was, did it you, was actually. Did you start burning like the minute you walked in? That's what that like, was. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, man, it's kind of fucking hot in here. Yeah, because you're a fucking (laughs) sinner. Is there acid in this church for some reason? I don't, it was just ridiculous, man. Uh, So, yeah, that, that was a rough Easter Sunday, but I made it. I I made it through. I made it to the service. Uh, She did have to drive. I I did tell her I'm not driving and you're going to have to drive me, but I made it. But man, my face didn't go back to normal for at least like two more days. But like it was bad. That's boot. I think I still have Das Boot. I do think I still the Das Boot made it through the end of our relationship. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm, I still have Das Boot. If I were her, I probably would have thrown that out the uh the day after. I'll give her credit. She didn't throw it out, but she was not happy with me. Yeah, the, uh, the hands of temptation are a fickle bitch. So, anyways, with it with Easter, you know, this weekend just, I get a little bit nostalgic, and uh, I have not had one of those episodes uh, on any other Easter since, but I always remember that story because I won Das Boot. 
and then so, rose from the dead the next morning. Okay, so here's a thought. Um, another big drinking holiday is Blackout Wednesday, right? So for those who are not familiar familiar with uh, Blackout Wednesday, that is the Wednesday right before Thanksgiving, and typically people go out to the bars uh, because they know they're going to wake up the next day and it's going to be Thanksgiving. So it's just like a really chill day. So you can have a play, uh, time where like everybody's in town uh, and everybody comes back to their like hometowns and is back to visit and then go out and like rekindle friendships and see everybody and whatnot. But basically big drinking holiday uh, right before Thanksgiving. As well as Easter, apparently for me. But I've never gotten to actually participate. In, I've participated one time in Blackout Wednesday. I've also heard of Townie Christmas. It's been called that right. as well. Um, I've only participated one time ever in my post-21 life. And that was with you. Um, and that was because I was having issues with my <laughs> with my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and I needed somewhere to go for Thanksgiving. So I went to visit my older brother. And uh, I was I went out with you guys on that Wednesday. Surprise, surprise, you know. But uh, unfortunately, I've just never had the opportunity to go out with my friends on Blackout Wednesday. It's a it's a great holiday. But but my point was, what what is there a name for drinking the day before Easter? Is that is that a new drinking holiday? Uh, sacrificial it be? Saturday. Should it be? Should it not be? It probably should not be a thing, right? Can it be sacrificial Saturday? Sacrilegious, I mean, sacrilegious Saturday. Okay. I think we just made something. Sacrilegious Saturday is where you go out and you get absolutely hammered the Saturday before Easter. <laughs> I think uh, we have a hashtag for next year. Hashtag um, sacrilegious Saturday. Unfortunately, we had to wait another, what, 360 days days or something like that till we can do that again yeah but we can go trending we have time to make it trending we see we need a we need a twitter you know i hate twitter yeah but we need we need a twitter just to do these kinds of things i know you don't like we have i i hate twitter but we do have an instagram and we have a tiktok yeah we just got hashtags on there yeah, well, yeah, you can do hashtags on there. We just need to figure out the video portion and actually, like, post to it. And maybe one day we will, right? It's just you and I got to sit down in our meeting and actually go over, all right, this is how we're going to, you know, record it, and then we'll post it to to our social medias. By the way, uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, uh, there's not much there, but you can do it anyway. Uh, the, T-H-E-E, Last Call Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, and then our Gmail is the same thing, T H E E, last call podcast at gmail.com. Um, which actually takes me, we, we've told people to go there before to write in what they want us to talk about or their thoughts and their opinions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to actually have our first officially paid segment. Um, I received, oh, hey, what, why was I not notified of this? I did notify I would, you. I would have. I would have gotten like the little poppers, you know, you well, know those ones they have at like New Year's. I if you brought those in, if you check your text messages every once in a while, you would have seen the screenshot of the payment I sent to you. I received. I don't like texting. 
Yeah, no, I've noticed. <laughs> I've I received fifteen dollars from our very own Cameron, where uh, he gave us fifteen dollars for three episodes where you now have to do what I say. Hashtag. That's, that's what was written in the uh, the comment section, right? Yes, that is what he paid me for. Three episodes where you now have to do what I say. Hashtag officially a podcast now. We are officially a podcast. Thank you, Cameron. We've been officially a podcast even without your approval. But We don't need your approval. We don't need your dirty money. We're going to keep it, though. And so yeah, we need that. <laughs> we will honor the commitment of the $5 per episode. We'll talk about what you want us to talk about. So we have a few topics here that we're going to discuss because Cameron paid us to do so. Now, were these these were topics that were submitted by Cameron or? These were topics submitted by Cameron, and he wanted to get our opinions on this because we are the foremost experts on these topics that he sent us. You can't get this in information anywhere else but here. You cannot. So we got we got three different topics we're going to discuss, maybe two, depending. The first one, though was what is the cringiest thing or the most embarrassing thing you remember doing as a kid? Okay, uh, is he also supplying? Did he also, like, send in something to go along with this, like, uh, from his point of view? He did, as an example, and I'm going to share it because I want to. He said, uh, I don't know what age he was, but he did say that he called out the smelly kid at school and told the teacher that they did not, he did not want to sit next to the smelly kid. Okay. But that's not the full story. Who does want to sit next to the smelly kid? Fair. Nobody wants to, but you know that kids like kind of don't have a filter. Right. And, and so it's like kind of embarrassing to that student. Um, my understanding is that this kid who was smelly was possibly less fortunate. And so maybe Mm -hmm. didn't have all the money that other people do maybe for the proper hygiene equipment. I don't know, but that was Cameron's example. So Nick, do you have anything and, and maybe it's not you, but do you have anything that you remember as a kid doing that was embarrassing or quote unquote cringy? Oh, that's tough. There's a lot of bad memories there. Um, Hmm. Okay, I can't think of anything like specific to me, but I remember some kid. Um, so we had this thing where it was like some story time or something like that in like second grade, which would have been, oh shit, like two thousand one, bad year. Yeah, yeah. Yep, bad bad year. Um, and I remember one of my friends like pulling me aside, and he came up to me. He was like, "Hey, earlier, Mark, who was sitting in front of us, he's like." He like farted and I saw a big old fart bubble come out. I remember him describing it as a, a fart bubble. And I was like, how is that actually real? And I like sat there like fucking imagined it. I was like, that is disgusting. And I was like, was it green or was it brown or was it? Wow. <laughs> I just yeah. remember. I remember that story so specifically, but I don't know what. Something that's not really like cringy or something like that, but something I know I did as a kid was I collected everything, and I know I was probably kind of a fucking loser in in elementary school, and I would literally walk around the like playground just like collecting stuff, and then I'd put it in my pockets and I'd bring it home, and then my mom would wash my pants, and then she'd be like, "What is all this 
fucking shit in your pockets. I'm just like, I found it. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm just like, collecting. I can use this. I could use this for this in the future, or I, I might use this for this or something like that. And it might be something stupid, like a rock or a pebble that looks kind of cool. One man's used straw is Warner's new collectible item. Hey, you never know. It might be good for like some scuba gear, like a little snorkel. No. It's me thinking as like an entrepreneur. No. Let that thing okay. get caught in a turtle's nose just where the way that nature intended. <laughs> okay. Do you think they're just trying to keep like the turtles from doing cocaine could be could be in fact that's, turtles have a cocaine addiction and that's what they're trying to stop we're trying to so curve the cocaine prop yes i like it hot I, take. i'm thinking ahead right here that's a hot take that's <laughs> that actually a hot, a hot take. take as opposed to my normal things where i say they're a hot take and they're really not no hot take turtles have cocaine problems and the reason we're banning straws is to help curve the the cocaine epidemic in the turtle community. I'm, I like it. This is a social cause that I'm I'm about curving the cocaine addiction or or letting them continue their cocaine practice. Oh no, I, I don't think turtles. Well, I, actually, if a turtle does cocaine, will it become faster and walk quicker? I mean, cocaine the uh, is also known as speed. I think. Right, the, the that's so then a street does term. it just become average? Yes, cocaine makes turtles average. <laughs> <laughs> just average speed. I did, this is a social experiment that I really want to like kind of go in on. This is interesting. Interesting development. Well, what here. happens if you give a turtle cocaine? Yeah, have you ever seen that that uh, video on like if you give spiders different drugs? No, it's fucking hilarious. Is this what my taxpayer dollars go towards? Is these stupid ass experiments? Okay. This one, it, I I don't want to ruin the video, um, but it starts out like as like very serious, and I think they actually did do this experiment, but there's a funny video out there where it starts out very serious and then rolls into kind of a comical video, but it's pretty cool. They go through and they're like, oh yeah, we gave this spider like uh. THC and alcohol and meth and all these things and like saw how the spiders uh, webs varied based on the different drugs that they were given. So it's actually a really funny video. Uh, there's one out there and I highly recommend it. All right. For those of you who want to go see that video, go check it out. Uh, maybe we'll put it in like our description or something where that would, like, that would be link, good. The link to the video. Yeah, let's do that. But anyway, so what are your cringy stories or? So I've got three. Oh, that, wow. that you really thought about this. Yeah. I, I, I mean, well, it was a sponsored. So they're not, or... they're not necessarily cringy. They're more, I guess, embarrassing. Um, Getting so, drunk before Easter. No, <laughs> different level of embarrassing, I guess. <laughs> so the first one was, um, at my elementary school, we used to do this thing where if you ever did something good, right, if you learned something new or you read a book or, you know, just one of those kind of stupid elementary school things, you got a slip of paper that you got to write your name on. And I forget what the official name of it was, but it was like a, a power up slip or whatever. And then you could go drop that into a box and then they held a drawing at the end of the week for whoever did like those good things where you would get like notebooks or pencils or like one of those like 
kids things you remember like the color changing pens and stuff like that was one of them where it was like, like four it, different colors four different colors and you all you tried to push them all down at the, at same, the same time, time to see yeah. what happened <laughs> yeah like some of that shit so like you would get prizes like that well can we, um, oh, can we also talk about how like those kid fundraisers that you had were such bullshit yeah when you yeah, think well, back on it you sell like a thousand dollars worth of stuff and they're like "Ooh, the top seller gets a fucking hat <laughs> The Girl like, Scouts, I, the Girl Scouts was, are a cookie company. A, the Girl Scouts are a cookie company using child labor. Changed my mind. Okay, hot take. Hot yeah, take. There's another hot take. We're chock full on the night. But with those like power up slips or whatever they were called, um, me and a couple of my friends from elementary school got caught stealing just handfuls of them. Like when the teacher had her back to the board, uh, she just had them sitting out on her desk. And so we would grab just freaking handfuls of them and like write our names and like just stuff the ballot box. So like we would always win the prizes. We got caught doing that. Um, I don't, I'm not happy about it. Um, (laughs) I learned my lesson, (laughs) (laughs) but we got, we got in trouble for that one. That one, that one was not okay. You're still in trouble for that today. (laughs) Like the look on your face right now is like, I'm sorry I did this. It will never happen again. It was something well, despicable of myself. Well, I forget how I got convinced to do it. I saw that everybody, like the other kids were doing I, it, and so I thought it was okay, I guess. I don't know, but I, I blame myself for that one, stealing those power-up slips. Um, also, I, it, I, honestly, it looks like the fucking the teacher that, did, that caught you is like holding a gun against your head right now. Like <laughs> making you. I'm say sorry, this. Mrs. Hendrickson. I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear, the look on your face just now was hilarious. <laughs> so I felt bad about that one. Uh, I guess number two was that when I was a little kid, um, and still kind of to this day, my left eye is much more powerful than my right eye. Like I can see a like. So if much you more clear. Shoot laser beams out of your left eye. It's way stronger than your right eye. Exactly. Yes. Cool. Okay. So I could see a lot better out of my left eye than my right eye. And in order to correct that, the eye doctor thought it would be a good idea to give a first grade elementary school kid an eye patch to wear over his dominant eye <laughs> for the entire day so that it would correct my right eye into seeing better. Um, okay, I don't like your optometrist. Uh, I don't either. I mean, like one day, I, I got made fun many, of for that a lot. How <laughs> many? How many times do you think of like cure of something where it's like, oh yeah, you just need to do this one day and it'll fix all your issues? I man, I this is, I don't know what like the those idea. it works wraps like that we were talking about like I last mean, week I think, and again, it was this... like, oh yeah, you just wrap it around your stomach and your fat goes away. It was it was the early two thousands. I don't know. Apparently, that's how you dealt with eye problems back then. You, you just cover up one until witch. the other one's good enough. Yeah, you went so, to a witch doctor. I guess, man. Like, and it had like a. It, they tried to make it kind of cool. Like, it went over my glasses, and so there was like a soccer ball or an airplane or something. It wasn't just like a black pirate eye patch, which like, you know, um, Dan Crenshaw is a U.S. politician person. I think he's congressman. Maybe. Yeah, I think he's a congressman. I, he's got I, an I eye patch. About, yeah. He looks pretty badass with it, right? He I think yeah, he he's served... also a, he's also a veteran. Isn't okay, he? but I mean it kind of looks cool. So he but is badass. So I, 
I would have rather had the black eye patch rather than the one that was like a, a fucking condom on my glasses that just like covered up my eye so that my I had to use my opposite eye. Like that was embarrassing. And then number like three, I called like fucking nerd a lot. Um. Well, I I just thought of another one. Uh, all of oh, these happened in elementary oh, God. school. We're we're really bringing out some like traumatic experiences in you right now. Welcome to Aaron's uh, emotionally scarred podcast. <laughs> so do you want to do you want to know that good thing we have alcohol like handy? Oh, I'm drinking to forget. That's As why a I therapist right now. I recommend another Budweiser. And that was another $10 from our plug. Kidding. So we're not sponsored. I wish we're not yet. We can't legally. We cannot say that. So here's but, the other two. But. Here's the other two. I got called to the principal's office twice as a kid. Okay. One was because me and my friends were very, very much into Dragon Ball Z. Cool. Okay. Uh, in elementary school, we watched Dragon Ball Z. We thought it was really cool anime, stuff like that. But we liked the show, and so we started drawing the anime characters. Well, in that show, whenever they power up and whatnot their shirts rip off and they've got all of these muscles. So we started drawing the characters when they were in super Saiyan form without their shirts on. And they were really bad drawings, but we would do it in school. And then our teacher caught us drawing pictures of muscular shirtless men, anime characters. And they called us into the office because we were drawing inappropriate pictures as children. When we were just drawing the anime characters we saw on TV. So, okay, yeah, we got called in the principal's office for drawing inappropriate pictures when all we were doing was drawing the pictures from that show that we watched. So that was kind of like a deal. Like me and like three other dudes got called in for drawing pictures of shirtless men <laughs> into the principal's office <laughs> in elementary school. Kind of uh, suggestive there, huh? Apparently, that's what they said. Um, and then I also got called into the principal's office again because and I I don't know why I remember this story but it was because we were required I plagiarized in elementary school let's put it this way that's how I'm going to preface this story I plagiarized did you you get caught by the teacher or did you get caught by like the the software that like reads into your this is elementary school there was none of that when in the early 2000s okay yeah it's true so we had we were tasked to write a book like just kind of a story make up a story on our own and write it in a little book. Sure. Well, I, I quote unquote made up a story, which I really plagiarized a story about my parents getting a divorce, which never happened. And that me and my brother had to fix the marriage to get them back together, which is literally the plot of parent trap, which I had recently watched. And so I made that book where I plagiarized parent trap And they called me and my parents into the office to make sure that, quote unquote, everything was okay at home. (laughs) Wow. And so I just remembered that story where I plagiarized Parent Trap for a school assignment in elementary school because I had recently watched that, like with my cousins or something like that. And so they called us into the office to talk about it. Thompson, I would just like to bring up that plagiarism is, in fact, a crime. 
and is punishable by a, a fine of between $150,000 and up to one year in jail. Do you understand why and I look so nervous you, telling you these stories? <laughs> why are you sweating so much? Because the law is after me, man. <laughs> why are you sweating so much? I don't understand. This is I where I want to shine a light in your face like I, one of those like investigative cops. Like, what the confess. fuck were you doing? I did it. I did it all. I Back prob- in fifth grade. Where yeah, were this you? Is, this is why we need video. But anyways, I would say of those, those are the stories that are the most embarrassing or the cringiest that I have from when I was a kid. So Cameron, thank you for that topic. Um, do you have any more that you'd like to share about yourself? I've shared an awful lot. <laughs> no, I think I think you've shared enough for the both of us. Great. Wonderful. Anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> I will take some of your burden. I'll I'll try to uh I'll drink another beer tonight in your in your memory. Alright, moving on. So next God. next question from Cameron. Uh what are the traits <laughs> so what are, here's the one that's not gonna embarrass me, hopefully. What are the traits that you look for in an ideal roommate? I know you've had roommates and I've definitely had roommates. So what are some of those traits that you look for? Or like, what are the traits of a bad roommate? Okay. Outside of like the normal, like, just don't be a fucking pig and a slob. Um, Have some friends that aren't me. So that you're not hang out with me all the time and not wanting to be around me all the time. You're sounding like a real shelter in place Sam right now. I don't know. You sound like like, you just barricade yourself in your room and just don't want to talk to your roommate. Imagine, imagine you talk to the same person every single day and you constantly see them, right? That's called, yeah, that's a roommate. Yeah, Okay, but I I go to work, and then they're there. And then I come home, and then they're there. And then okay. I come back from dinner, and then they're there. Like, so Go out and do some stuff. Like, be independent. So I do not have roommates that I work. I used to, but we both worked from home. So the only time we saw each other was at home. We, we went to meetings separately. But so I guess technically I have lived with a roommate where. Right. So you, yours was different. Well, maybe. I guess he was a little bit more social maybe than than one of your roommates might have been. Um maybe. I don't I don't know. I don't want to speak for you or him or anything. Uh it did get kind of dark with my one roommate though cuz we both didn't really like our jobs that much at that time and uh it was always, "Hey man, if you see me hanging from the ceiling fan, you know what did it." <laughs> it got real dark. It got real uh, the song uh Chandelier by Sia. Yeah, really he got, was swinging really got from, you going? Yeah, I guess we got... So, uh, I could see Insert that. Where, here. So, our, our situation was completely different. So, I guess I'm kind of going off on a tangent. Ooh, I have another one. Okay, go. One that does not plagiarize. Oh, fuck off. I just... I don't put up with that kind of attitude. I confronted and... my accusers, and I won that lawsuit. Convicted, but not... No. No, you just self-incriminated yourself. The trial will start next week. Oh, there's no, there's the statute of limitations is long gone on that. But screw you. Um, 
I so that's that's one of my things too, I guess, with roommates is I don't know. I, I like my roommates. I think all my roommates right now, I've got three of them right now. Um, so I had a roommate, he moved, I lived by myself, and then I got three more roommates, and all my roommates have been pretty good. I, I mean, I don't really have a ton of complaints. Uh, one of my roommates why is, is... Why is Marcus behind you with a gun to your head? My uh, my roommate Marcus? Yeah, why is he behind you with a gun to your head? Well, that's what I was going to... So I would have heard him come in because I think he's a lot louder than what he thinks he is. <laughs> Man, you can... Oh, so there it is. The truth comes out. Marcus can't hide. Like, you you just know he's there, right? He is he's a just, bigger person. He He's just a loud person. And, and, like, he's just naturally... Like, you know those people that are just naturally loud? Like, I can, right. I like, can be loud. Their voice carries, and yeah. they're just like, yeah. Like, I can be loud, but I am not a naturally loud person. Like, I have to make myself loud to be loud. Um he is just a naturally loud person. And I tell that to him. I tell that to his face all the time. Like, bro, you are very, <laughs> you are extremely loud. Um, obviously, I, I mean, cleanliness is obviously a big one, right? You want your roommates to be cleanly, um, like clean up your stuff. And, and I guess that's I haven't like, done. That's just like one of those, like, I feel like it's a given, but then again, there's so many people that have issues with it. It's like, I don't know. Do people not realize that when they're going to be a roommate, it's like you need to be fucking clean. And then yeah. they just completely forget about it, like halfway through the the terms, you know. I mean, people just get kind of complacent and you just do your own thing, right? And I, I mean, I, I could be definitely accused of not. I think I'm pretty. I keep my stuff to myself. But like when you have four dudes all cooking in the same kitchen, like the kitchen gets messy. Right. That's that's tough. Like, it, and it's one thing if it's, like, two people, right? There, There's not that much to clean. When you got four dudes using all the stuff, it gets it gets messy. And I, I guess I could be accused, you know, being the self-aware person that I am, that I should probably do a better job of cleaning my stuff immediately after using it rather than letting it sit there or, you know, in the office when, like, uh, Jim and um, Daryl move in together. And Jim is letting things soak <laughs> where like, he's not cleaning it. He's just letting it soak. I've done that right. before. For like sure. how long is that shit going to soak? Exactly. So I, I could definitely see that, but I don't know. So I mean, when we start recording like video, are you going to clean up those plates that are behind you? Okay. Well, first of all, you can't even see anything behind me. You see my wall. I, I have dude in every apartment That's that I've lived in. Why? Who are you, who you going to believe, me or the guy that plagiarizes? Okay, we're getting into I'm a matter seeing of he it right said. Now. We're getting into a matter of he said, she said right now, and I don't like it. But Who's she in this situation? You. You are. No. You are. Once again, who are you going to believe? The person who doesn't plagiarize or the person who does plagiarize? <laughs> it was third grade, damn it. <laughs> Give it a rest. So... I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's kind of a universal standard of like what people look for in a roommate. But it, it's funny, like you think you're probably a great roommate, but in reality, I'm sure my roommates would have complaints about me. You know what I mean? 
I'm it, wonderful. It, yeah, well, you keep. I thinking smell that, like but... lilacs all the time. That's it. That, oh, <laughs> just constantly. Lilac, li- lilac and Budweiser. That's what you smell I, like. I uh have a uh great collection of Budweiser cans, you know, that I keep from time to time, specifically one week at a time. That is, you, is that something that people look for in a roommate? Oh uh, no, I think it's about six six cans every one week. But hey, you know what? In Michigan, right? This is, this is advantageous. I will donate my cans, and somebody in Michigan can go turn those cans in and uh, recycle them and get what is it like five cents a can, ten, 10. cents a can, ten you get, cents. You get ten cents a can in Michigan. But As a roommate, I will donate sixty cents a week. Man, speaking, we had this was a while ago. We had probably one hundred and fifty dollars worth of cans on our front porch that we were going to go turn on, turn not turn on, turn in. You were turning on them. Oh no! You had a fucking they got, shoot. At you. They got stolen. Well, I mean, so, you live in Michigan, where that's a hundred fifty dollars sitting on. Why? Why would you keep it on your porch? I mean, it's better than keeping it inside. We like if you if we kept them inside because we've we've also done this. We started to get like gnats because we have a like a, a corner where all of our recyclables go, and we forgot to take them out, and so we started to get ants. So we like took them all outside to the front porch, and we one day went out there, and they were all gone. Like somebody walked by in the middle of the night, it just took them all. And if if well, that's the biggest theft that I've had in my life. I'm doing pretty well. Right. I, I like, mean, I, I, imagine this though. That's like literally taking, uh, any state that doesn't recycle or doesn't have those recycle things like high me five cents, whatever written on the can or the bottle. That is more or less like sticking $150 on the porch and just like letting it sit. Man, I am bourbon, right? Now. This is, it happens. Sorry. I've done it. I've done it. Ooh. Uh, but taking $150, and just like sitting it right there on the porch and being like, hey, uh, we're going to put this here. Please don't take it. But, you know, I really you know, hope you don't. It's funny. when I've only returned, personally, myself, I have only gone to return cans one time in the entire three years that I lived up in Michigan. I don't Sounds know. Like it's like such a great thing. And then it's like, oh, this is a lot more effort than it's actually worth. Well, I I never used that many cans. Like, that was the thing, is I never collected enough cans. So the one time I decided to go do it, I had one trash bag full of cans. And when I went to the recycling place, I was put to shame by everybody else returning. They pulled up with a truck bed full of cans. And I had my one little garbage bag. And I was like, I, I, I don't feel like I should be. I feel like I need to go home for another couple months, get more cans, and then I'll come back. Some people, man, show up, and they have multiple grocery carts, literal grocery carts, full of cans that they wheel in there, and they are there for straight up 20 minutes just feeding the machines cans. It's incredible. So you want to hear something even kind of crazier is, uh, so I worked for a medical company, and uh, part of the materials that we worked with was titanium and so whenever you're manufacturing something whatever you have some amount of waste um 
you take a block of this and you cut this material away and here's your waste you can recycle that and take it to these factories or uh, these sites that will pay you for your scrap metal and we would take like five hundred dollars or five uh like 500 pounds worth of like titanium like titanium which is a very like expensive expensive metal like rare um i guess you can call it an exotic metal and we would take like 500 pounds of that and we'd get like 100 bucks out of it that really yeah like and you were recycling it yeah, I mean, like, we're we're taking this to, like, a depot that will take that and essentially, like, a mill that will essentially take it and then remelt it down and, you know, recertify it as, like, that titanium. They're making a massive profit off of that. Correct. Like, that recycling but company. At the same time, like, what else are we going to do with it? Right. But, I, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where because it's so rare and it's, like, maybe not super white, like aluminum, right? Aluminum is very widely used. Right. So it's like more desirable to have recycled because, you know, they use it all over the place. Titanium is like, look, I don't have a ton of use for titanium. Like it's probably maybe a cost to actually manufacture like blocks of titanium versus what it takes for me to actually process it. Like processing aluminum has got to be super cheap. Whereas processing titanium is extremely expensive, and so maybe they're paying you less. I don't know, but that that does seem kind of backwards. It's it's fucking nuts. Like you bring we like we drive in. Like I filled we filled up my truck bed once. Like dumped off an entire load, like a truck bed of it, and they're like, "Here's like 120 bucks," and I'm like, "Cool, uh, Mm -hmm. sounds fair." All right, see ya. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess there's no real arguing that. So, thank you. All righty. Well, we're going to move on to one final topic before last call. Um, Cameron, we, we've taken up two-thirds of our show with your $5. So, we're so gonna... $15 would be an entire show, right, then? Well, I mean, we... Five. We said five dollars per show that you want us to talk about your stuff. Since he was the only one to actually submit anything to us, that's what we talked about the vast majority of the show. But now I want to get to something else that I thought of talking about, um, and we can talk more about Cameron next show because he's got ten more dollars to spend. <laughs> so, oh man. So for the last four minutes, um. I was, I was scrolling through TikTok as I do, and I saw a video of a kid where he was essentially going on a rant for a specific job. And I forget exactly what the job he was ranting about was, but it was something along the lines of, why did they not teach me that this was an actual job in school? Oh, I remember. I remember what it was. It was a massage therapist who was massaging an Instagram model's butt. Okay, that's very oddly specific, though. I remember. Right. But it's like becoming a masseuse or becoming whatever. It's like these are the jobs that people don't teach you about in school. It's like, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to be I'm going to I like marketing. I like, you know, whatever home design or whatever. 
they don't teach you about some of these obscure jobs that exist out in the world. And so, you know, I want to know why. So, for example, I, I looked up a couple jobs that make like six-figure salaries, okay? One of them was a menu engineer, which is somebody who creates food menus for various restaurants. Okay, my, my argument there, I'm going to be your, your counterpoint here. Uh, in a way, there is a, a UX and a UI designer. So a UX is like a user experience designer and a UI is a user interface designer. I don't know. Are you talking about specifically to like a physical menu or are you talking like somebody that has a digital menu where it's like something you would see on a website? I'm pretty sure in this specific case, it was somebody that creates, I'm going to serve hamburgers. I'm going to serve tacos. I'm going to serve pizza. I'm going to like that type of menu engineer. Like, I think it's almost okay. culinary. It could be. I, I I guess I didn't do enough research. I didn't know. I don't know if it's designing the actual physical menu that you get when you sit down to a restaurant or if it is designing the actual menu of what food you're going to serve. Sure. Um, okay. that, that's a good clarification point. Let's go on to the next one. There's one where you are a private island caretaker. Okay, so like... Uh, I mean, it, it, it's essentially a groundskeeper, but for a private island. Is that that, that was my, my understanding? Little... Yes. Okay. Do you have a a salary there? Uh, the salary that I saw was like one hundred fifty thousand. Okay, I could do that. Yeah, like it's I think they get island. to live How on the island if they want there? to. There's there's nobody there, like yeah. majority. Instead, so as long as it's not like uh, Epstein Island, then he got like some issues there. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, th so there was there was one other one that I saw on here, and it was like a uh, a food photographer, right? Like the people that put together the food advertisements for like McDonald's and Wendy's and Taco Bell and whatever. Like they make the food look amazing, right? That's also a job where people prep the food and like when they tear open the crust and you see all that cheese, that's like an engineered thing and people get paid right. to do that. So it, I, I have a, a comment there. Those things are actually really cool and I find that job very fascinating. So let's take something like um, um, cereal, for instance. Uh, the rule, I believe the rule of thumb is uh, anything that you're trying to sell, like in the advertisement, has to be the actual product that you're selling. So let's take a bowl of cereal, for instance. Say you're uh, selling a bowl of Frosted Flakes. The Frosted Flakes in that bowl have to be real, but the milk inside of the bowl does not have to be real. So if you're taking a picture of a bowl of cereal, right, you want to see the milk with the Frosted Flakes in it. If you were taking those pictures, that milk would eventually make that frosted flake very uh, like soggy and not attractive looking, right? So what they actually do is they take like glue because it's not the actual product that they're trying to sell. They could do whatever they want with it. Well, glue is not going to soak up into the frosted flakes. So they use glue, put frosted flakes inside of it and it makes it look like a bowl of cereal. It's pretty cool. So they do that. There's all kinds of those really, like really cool techniques that they use, 
but ultimately what they have to do is they have to advertise like the product that they're advertising has to be the real thing. Everything else is like fucking fake. Interesting. That is something I didn't know. I learned something today. There you go. Fun facts with Nick. (laughs) Well, thank you, Nick. But hey, guess what time of the night it is? Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, everybody. It is the last call on the Last Call podcast, where every week we play a little bit different game. This like week, games. you know, I don't know if you're gonna like this one or not. Because guess what we're gonna do, Nick? We are going to make you. A matchmaker profile. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> well, too bad. This is my show, our show, and uh, I get to embarrass whoa, you on whoa. our show. <laughs> Careful there. I, yeah, you I, might I, turn I, our show into your show real quick if you keep talking like that. <laughs> I wanted to be a totalitarian, and then I had to back off a little bit. But... That is the last 10 minutes of our show where we play a little bit different game every week. This week, we are going to play a game I like to call Matchmaker, where I am going to ask Nick a series of questions that are essentially questions you would find on a Matchmaker eHarmony website dating application. So, Nick, are you ready to make yourself a Matchmaker profile? Uh, I'm ready to get out into the dating world. All righty. Do we have a specific, like, uh, website or like a profile that we're going like is it's Tinder, Bumble? So this is eHarmony. E-Harmony. This is Ooh. eHarmony. Jinx. Not Christian Mingle. Not Christian Mingle. This is not E-Harmony. not FarmersOnly.com. Not FarmersOnly. This is eHarmony. So damn it, Nick. Are you ready to play matchmaker? Let's do it. Alrighty. First question. What are you passionate about? Uh, plagiarism. Okay, well, that's not a real answer. Uh, creating date, dating profiles. Um, also not a real answer. Nick, I need to learn more about you. How am I ever going to date you if I'm I don't know about you? I'm passionate about Budweiser, um, uh, hops, rice, uh, water. Uh, I, I'm reading the Bud, Budweiser can Okay, right we're, now. we're, we're moving on to the next question. America? God. America, you That's are on. Un- After question one, you are undateable. But we're gonna go on to question two. <laughs> There's somebody out there for me. <laughs> question two: What two or three things do you enjoy doing with your leisure time? Uh, I like doing two things, not three things. And those you said two, two things or are? three. I, I I chose two. And those two things are. Um. I like, uh, see, this is a boring answer. I like cars. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's better than okay. the first answer you gave. So keep going. What, what, what was the first? Oh, the, the two. And I, uh, I, I like counting, uh, specifically up to, uh, the number two. <laughs> that's a great. <laughs> God help us all. If you ever get a girlfriend. <laughs> But my two passions are. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Number Cars number and counting up to two. <laughs> number three. What are three things you're thankful for? Um, 
being thankful. <laughs> Your face. I regret this segment so much. Um, I'm thankful I'm, for <laughs> Budweiser. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Actually, thankful for uh, science for getting us through COVID. That's a legitimate answer. Why are you? Why are you? I, no, okay. I'm gonna give that a was little a good answer. Effort. I'm so mad. If these were going to be your answers, I really wish I would have actually made you a profile. These were questions that I found from eHarmony that is not an actual profile. If you keep fucking around, I am going to make you an actual profile using these answers. And I want to see how many times you get rejected because this is fucking dumb. <laughs> okay, Answer the I'm questions. Kinda, I'm kind of interested. Um, I'm passionate about science. No, seriously. We're, no, we're moving on. We're, no, we're done. I'm that serious. Question no, we're done. That was a good. That was a good answer. Okay, Honestly, great. You're passionate. How would we have science. got a vaccine without uh, fucking science? Uh, Trump did it. Okay. You know, <laughs> move on. Are you open to meet somebody who's already had children? Uh I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no. That that seems very harsh. I know that 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 no seems very harsh, but I will caveat that with, um, there's a lot that I want to do, that would involve like not having children, and that's like going out on a lot of dates and stuff where like having children may hinder that. Be, but be, be no offense to hard. anybody with children, uh, because moms like single moms and single dads or whatever out there, you guys are rocking it. Like good job for you. Because I Man, cannot that, do that job. That's a yeah, very tough job. That's got to be very hard, and and being a step parent's got to be a, a very hard job. But okay, correct, fair enough. Um, all right. How well does the word decisive generally describe you? Uh, does that is that good enough for my answer? Yeah. By me yeah. saying uh. Yeah. No, we're we're moving on. That was <laughs> you failed. Perfect. That's what I was going for. How happy are you with your physical appearance? Um, see, here goes back to the indecisive part. Don't give an answer. Uh, I, I could lose a few pounds. I don't think this uh, podcast is doing me any favors. No, me neither. But six, okay. six beers a week on top of my, my typical going out and hanging out with friends is not doing me any favors right now. Well, so you could take that one of two ways. One, you're a realist, or two, you're a little, uh, you're lacking in self-confidence. You know, take that how you will. Fair enough. If your friends had to pick four words to describe you, what four words do you think they would pick? Uh, short. Yeah. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not that short. Little boy. Little boy, uh, no, that's that's a that, okay. That goes along with the short. Um, spontaneous, I like that one. No, uh, not doing that one. We're gonna avoid that. There was a certain uh, 
I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I uh, made a motion that I, was I, that was promoted, but uh, we're gonna avoid that one. Um, your, your friends know what fun I mean. and outgoing. Okay, decent. All right, number ten. How skilled are you at the following things? Are you ready for the list? Go. Rowing a boat. Very. Flying a kite. Uh, moderate. Performing stunts in front of a live studio audience. Lacking. <laughs> Ooh, uh, that last one's a deal breaker for sure. Okay. <laughs> what? The, what is this dating profile? It's like actorsmeet.com. What <laughs> the fuck? What is your interest in the religious community? Mild. <laughs> I'm just, like I'm just describing one, hot no, sauces. Dude, <laughs> Medium. Straight up. Hot. So some some of these were kind of a fill in the blank answer that I like put words in. This one, literally one of the examples was, what is your interest in? You might see things like watching movies, watching movies, dining out, and religious community. <laughs> <laughs> the passion of the Christ. <laughs> big, big passion of big, mine. Big fit. How well does each of the following describe you? Oh, no, I decided to get rid of that one. That was a stupid yeah, question. I'm sorry. Okay. That, that's my bad. That's my bad. How strongly... <laughs> All right, you ready for this one? How strongly do you disagree with Chick-fil-A's hate of the gays? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. That... I'm sorry, was this taken from eHarmony? <laughs> I don't believe that at all. Answer the question. This is Christian Mingle? <laughs> I don't know. Can I put IDK? <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. I don't have an opinion. Leave me alone. I'm canceling my profile. All right, we got one more. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> How important in a relationship is exploring each other's sexual needs? Uh, important. All right. Well, that was... I think it keeps it keeps things active and interesting. That was a uh, that was a much um, more concise <laughs> answer than than what I was expecting. <laughs> Oh man, well, it is closing time on the Last Call podcast. Thank you for hanging out with us on this Friday. And Nick, I do have a special announcement. Guess what? We're getting sponsored. You're yeah. having a kid. No, neither of those. We're gonna have a guest uh, next it. week. Oh, ooh! Do yeah. I know who it is? You do, do know, know who it is. It is a very close friend of ours. Uh, I think it'll actually be a pretty interesting podcast. So if you want to see who we have on, please tune in next week. Um, for the Last Call podcast, I am Aaron Thompson. Alongside me is Nick Warner. And have a great fucking Friday. I know.